0: 800 next step. That's 1 800 639 8783. Or text next step to 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y. Or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine.
1: This episode is brought to you by Sax.com. At Sax.com, it's easy to find your new vibe.
2: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. Hit
3: Boy in 3K can make yeah. one of them. Yeah. Ooh, I'd be here for that. Yeah. i will be here for that. Ooh. If we
2: can pull him out of the rock he's hiding under. Yeah, man. Look, bring only the pulling flute, out I want to hear about. Bring the recorder. All that stuff. What'd you say?
3: Yeah. I only pulling out I want to hear about because... <laughs> <laughs> Other than that, baby, we need to be—you feel me? We need to be locked in. You know what I'm saying? But um,
2: <laughs> oh shit. Oh man, I All feel right. like
3: that's a. I feel. I feel like this is a good place to. This is a good place to start. This is a good mm-hmm. place to start the episode. It's a good. It's a great place to start the week off. You know. Uh, I think at this point, if you know the voice, then I mean you know the hairline. You know it's me. It's Mari. It's the society on slick. We back in the building, and when I say we, that means it's me. And it's B for I'll chill. I was gonna give y'all a couple. I'm, I'm gonna let y'all. Chill. I'm you know you got. Oh, it. we were gonna get
2: a little bit of M holla.
3: That's the Patreon, man. We gonna give oh, the Patreon later They're right. gonna talk. Yeah, they gotta pay for that. You feel what I'm saying? But I'm here with B. B. What's up, man?
2: What's good, Queen B from the South, baby? Watch your mouth. We out watch, here. It's Tuesday. Watch your damn
3: mouth. It's Tuesday, man. Tuesday. Oh man, glorious Tuesday. Um, damn, Tuesday is a great day. It really is. It's one of those days where it's like, all right, I got through Monday. Tuesday is here now. Tomorrow is Wednesday. <laughs> Tomorrow is hump. You know what I'm saying. Tuesday is a very optimistic day. I think it's an underrated day of the week. To be honest with you, you know what I mean. Oh yeah. So mm. and, 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 and then we drop as well. So you know why not? That but, I
2: was waiting on that part. Hey, I mean, yeah, true. you
3: know, you knew, you knew that was coming. You know what I'm saying? But um, you know, listen, if you are not following us at this point, go ahead and fix that right now. We won't judge you. You can follow us on Twitter at Slick Sports S <laughs> L I C. You can also follow us at Slick Society Pod instagram you can follow us at slick just slic and follow us at the society podcast we are out here we in the building it's powered by baron Davis. shout out to bd um in case you guys didn't catch the last episode there's a beat battle coming up a major beat battle coming up because you know it's, it's been a lot of a lot of coast talk a lot of west coast a lot of east coast talk but we talking about beat battles we're not talking about nothing violent nothing crazy you know they usually do the basketball things now they doing the you know the beat battle shout out the poops you know shout out the yonkers and all that gang gang and um you know that's coming <laughs> up on August the 20th you can stream that on caffeine for the free ski the est free you feel me um tap in with us man you know what I mean download the caffeine app follow us on there tap in August 20th man but um yeah we here we here to talk B we here to talk man um I let you I let you decide where we start this week man we what you want to start off with how you feeling
2: five under five
3: the five under five
2: you know I love doing this because you know it makes me feel alive and speaking of feeling alive staying yes. alive yes we got DJ Khaled with the new track <laughs> with Drake and Lil Baby Yo. Yeah. damn it B. so when- <laughs> I didn't even say anything so go ahead no <laughs> I want to hear what you gotta say about this song because um, I don't want it to be me this time. I don't want you to think I'm okay. a hater, a Drake okay. hater, no, whatever. No, no, so
3: no, 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 no. Let's hurry Here's the thing about DJ Khaled, right? Shout out to DJ Khaled, shout out to Khaled. Like I'm I'm, I'm very happy when I see, you know, the creators get the creator at a high level and be great. Shout out to Khaled. I just think that Khaled is way more in love with the moment and not as in love with the music. Because it's like, the moment is like, oh man, I just got Janet Jackson and fucking Jesus on a song. And it's like, oh shit, like on paper, that's like, ooh, that's the one. But then when you hear it and you like, I guess I'm supposed to like it because you got these two people on it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like um, the stand Alive joint, as much as I love Drake and I love Lil Baby, I think he's a very much, he, he's. I think he's underrated still, even though he's reached like superstardom. I think I think there's still a weird way where he's like underrated. Um I love him. Mm-hmm. He's a professional rapper. Like he just gets it. The guy does like a lot of givebacks and you know he's uh he bought out the oh, mall yeah. and shit and he de- yes. you know he I want to applaud him. Let me take the he time right now to applaud him. Absolutely. He does a lot of great things for the community. He's not just a guy who, you know, is uh just content with just making his money and, you know, having a certain status. He's giving back to people who don't have it and you know it's, it's, it's all for the free. You know, so shout out to little baby. I just feel like I, i'm I, i'm not gonna shit on the song too much it's not a it's not a bad song it's just kind of lazy you know what i'm saying like it's just one of those songs where it's like oh, okay yeah like i saw the title of it and i was like damn okay what is this gonna be i don't know what it's gonna be so i, I get it i get the sample you know the stand alive I, I, that's cool it's it's cute but i just think that it's a lazy song again i'm not shitting on the song i'm not saying it's a bad song but like i say on here all the time but it's a
2: bad song mari oh shit! it's a bad song that oh, shit is man. boring.
3: Damn. I didn't want to... Go, go ahead,
2: I Look, <laughs> I'm a huge BG's fan. So anything like it might have a little hint of a... 70s sample or something I'm like okay cool and even looking at the cover art with DJ Khaled like the suit he had on I'm like is he trying to give us some disco oh, like
3: oh yeah man
2: and so I open title and I see it's the first thing right there right after Beyonce it's <laughs> like staying alive I'm like okay let me press play I got my headphones on so let me let me check out the tunes and that shit was so underwhelming yeah I was that's, pissed, a, that's a perfect word for it. underwhelming is like yeah It was underwhelming and I'm like smoking. So I just decided like, I'm gonna record like a reaction video. (laughs) And I was so bored in the reaction video. Like it got no reaction out of me. The only thing that really stood out was that Drake still isn't giving us anything new. Drake, you talking about the same shit, my guy. Like
4: I'm over it, I'm Um, over it.
3: I'm, I'm on the record as saying, like, I hope and I wish that, like, Drake would just give us, like, 10 songs with The Alchemist or fucking, you know, like, somebody like that. Like, just give us some shit to where we can just hear you rap. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear about none of the other dumb shit. I don't want to hear about how you're, you know, your your biggest problem right now is, like, your left wrist go kind of numb sometimes because of the diamonds you wearing and shit. I don't want to. <laughs> I get it. I get it. I do. I kind of I want to hear that sometimes for sure. But I just think I'm I'm with I'm with hearing them over like something different. So again, like I said, like to me, I can I can completely understand when somebody say they don't fuck with the song at all. That's perfectly fine. I have not listened to that song again since I heard it the first time. So again, like I told you before, I won't turn that off, but I'm not going to turn it on either. So you know, that's just kind of what's up for me. I'm
2: just really annoyed with people who who talk about DJ Khaled as if he's like fucking Quincy Jones.
3: As if he's like. like uh, Quincy
2: Jones right now yeah. could put Drake and Lil Baby on the song and it would be better than this shit.
3: No, 1000%. Right now. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's like, my thing is, I, I feel like, you know, DJ Khaled does the music, or, or let me say it like this Calvin Harris does the music that people think DJ Khaled does. Like putting people together, like putting artists on the songs together oh, and making an album. Calvin Harris has this shit on, like, unlocked, lock. Like, because the mm-hmm. shit that he puts together, the collaboration that he puts out there, you're looking at it yeah. and from afar, you're like, wait a minute, how is this gonna work? Like, yeah. okay. And then you put it, you hear it, it's like, this nigga got seven Streeter and Yo Gotti and Elton John <laughs> in the song, like, huh? <laughs> and then you hear it and you like, oh, this make perfect sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So, yeah, so, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's kind of where I'm at with that, man, you know.
2: Yeah. Speaking of, um, I guess... The, the likes of DJ Khaled. We have
3: yeah.
2: Irv Gotti on Drink oh, Champs. Boy. Um
3: oh, boy.
2: And so you said, you know, you want to kind of talk about this a little bit. I here's the thing with Irv Gotti. <laughs> I cannot sit through an interview with him. It's something about him that just like he makes me itch. Yeah. I can't like listen big, to a full big interview of this the guy whole like, energy big oh my god like he <laughs> literally is like nothing but dry pussy around like please nigga shut up
3: yeah Ugh. yeah yeah the other shit that he's in the headlines for right now that's a different episode of the society that's a different there's a whole <laughs> different episode but mm-hmm. what i want to talk about here was you know sports betting is huge right now in our culture bigger than it's probably ever or it's more mainstream than it's ever been i won't say it's bigger than it's ever been because it's been around since the beginning of the time right but he told this story on Drink Champs where he said, Steve Francis walked in, shout out to the franchise, he walked into the interview, he dapped everybody up. That's right. And, um, you know, er was like, yo, I'm going to tell a great Steve Francis story. Immediately, Steve Francis was like, which story are you talking about, big bro? And he was like, no, 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 it ain't going to be, and he was like, all right, cool. So um, I thought that was funny, I thought that was, like, fucking hilarious, because he was like, wait, which one are you, where are we going with this? There's cameras on, my boy, they can hear you. Um, but, yeah. He basically told a story where he was like, he he went in there. Uh, it was the Rockets playing the Warriors. This is a young Gilbert Arenas, right? Gilbert Arenas with the fro. And he was like, mm-hmm. yeah, man, he was a rookie. And, you know, we bet like 175 racks on the game. And, you know, the line basically was, it was minus eight. For those who don't know, the Rockets were minus eight. Because I don't means, know. Yeah, so, mean? so basically, I'm breaking down. <laughs> that means that they were eight-point favorites. When you see the minus, that means that, they have to win by more than that number because they're so good that they're getting eight points. So the okay. minus eight means they already start the game off in the deficit, right? Because they're so okay. good. They can come back and do it. You know how people say, I'll spot you nine points and let's play the ten. It's basically yeah. like that.
2: i so, give you a head you know, start. Yeah. yeah, there you
3: go. So if the Rockets win by eight points exactly, your, your bet is a push. You get your money back as you break even. You don't win anything. You don't lose anything. Um, if they win by nine points or more, you click that bet. So it gets late in the game. Gilbert Arenas, uh, you know, he's he's out there hooping. You know, Catino Mobley is out there. Franchise is out there. Now Ja ruling them. They making it known that they bet on the game, and they like, yo, they they heckling Gil. They you know uh, Ja calling them donut because he was wearing his zero and all that. You know, whatever. (laughs) And it's like, all right, cool. Catino Mobley gets to the line. It's like eight seconds left in the game. Right, they up by seven. So Herb screams, "We need them both." And he said Cat looked at him and shook his head and was like, this nigga, basically. But he hit him. He hit both of them. So if you are following along at home, that means from seven plus one plus another one, they're at nine point. You know, they, mm-hmm. they got it. They, they The bet is done, right? Eight seconds left in the game. The bet is done. This is the part where people come out. They dribble the ball in bounds just so they don't get the violation. They shake hands. They go home. It's cool. So they on the sideline slapping high fives and probably popping ecstasy or whatever they doing. <laughs> And a young Gilbert Arenas says, oh, I heard you niggas talking, so what'd he do? I'm going to just dribble the ball up past half court, fire up a meaningless three, and hit it. So if you're still following at home, (laughs) nine points minus three, eight, seven, six. Over. Fucked them up. That bet is done now. They lost all that money talking shit to Gilbert Arenas. That's just the first lesson amongst many that Hibachi had to teach niggas. You know what I'm saying? That's all I'm saying, just... It was, a, it was just a funny story because, you know, betting culture and sports betting culture are taking over so much now that it's like watching these games, you be praying to the Lord, like, this dude don't take I this see. last layup. Like, oh my yeah. God, bro. I bet the under and I bet them with the points, you better put that fucking ball away right now. <laughs> Trust me, I done yeah. been there. <laughs> I have been there many nights.
2: But even like listening to Irv tell this story, it's like, already you're standing up <laughs> So that means that you know that the other people in this room has taken the attention off of you. So you now you have to stand up to command yeah, attention you know so how that everyone goes. is looking at you.
3: This is like, like 12 Yo. this is like 12:37 a.m. at any black cookout when your uncle was like, yeah, <laughs> I know, lit. man. Yeah, niggas yeah. anyway. Yeah. That Crown Royal bag really had Crown Royal in it. It wasn't just For change real. or some other shit. It was it was the real deal.
2: But he's just so like unhinged that yeah, like even getting through that 5 minute clip, I was just like, yeah, yeah. someone please put me out my misery.
3: <laughs> um but I I'll, I'll say this though, somebody who doesn't leave shit there when they should leave shit there. Yeah, man, LeBron James. Shout out to (laughs) Bron, man. Shout out to Bron.
2: Bronny. Now,
3: this is not a new clip. This is something that just came back to the timeline. But I felt the need to address it because LeBron James does this thing a lot of times, right? Where I don't know if he's... Let me not say I don't know. I'm going to assume that he's in on the joke. You remember the one time when he was with 2 Chainz and he was like, Hey, how about we put the album out then like a week later? We put two more songs on it. Like, fuck, you know what I'm saying? Give him like some bonus. So LeBron James created the deluxe album, right? Like this was just a couple years ago. He created the deluxe album. Um, <laughs> this is this is can be proven, you know, it's right, it's out there. And this time he was, you know, he was talking about his throwback clip where he was like, I knew Kobe was gonna score eighty one that night. I knew it. Cause I was like, Yeah, this feel like the you know, the the raindrop hit me at an eighty one degree angle, and I was like, you know what? <laughs> so so when you saw this clip b tell me what you thought what what, what was the first thing to pop into your mind when you saw this clip man
2: why why lie unprovoked no one said yo did you think that kobe was gonna have a game like that no this nigga came up you know what something said you know before the game started he's gonna get like 70 what the Raptors and the Lakers you were gonna tune into that so you you wanted to see Kobe drop 70 plus like you had it it was just on Bro. your spirit like come on like I don't I that's,
3: don't that's the thing that's what added to that game I don't think people remember if you weren't there in real time you didn't watch that game I'll tell you the setting of that game it was a normal game a it was just game. on it was like okay Kobe's playing I'll watch it the Lakers are mm-hmm. playing fuck it mm-hmm game started hit a couple jumpers it's like okay cool if you remember at halftime he it wasn't it's not like he had 60 points at the half and we didn't know that he was gonna do that it was just a casual game he caught fire and it was like wait a minute kobe's not missing it turned into that that game had no indications that it was gonna be an all-time like come on he was
2: like yeah i watched it i watched it and i was like he lying you you did not LeBron. sit down like you know what? Let me grab my popcorn. I got my drink. LeBron I'm James to watch watched
3: game. that game the same way LeBron James reads books, yo. Like it'd be the first two pages, <laughs> and it's like, go, oh, right come on, Bron. I'm not saying that he, I'm not saying that he like never saw the foot like I'm not that, but sitting down to watch that game, I don't think even I don't think even Kobe had the mindset like, yo, I'm a any given time he can go for ninety, hundred, like it don't matter. He gave Dallas 62, and he set the fourth quarter one time. I saw that. (laughs) I was more impressed with that because that game was crazy. But anyway, yeah, come on. Like, niggas.
2: Did you watch that game?
3: Absolutely. 100% I did. 100% I remember it. Like, it was just a regular game. It was just a normal game. The only reason I remember it now is because of what he did in it. That's it.
2: Right. And I remember this (laughs) week because Kobe had, like, a string of games where he was just, like, you know he was all them 40 same. point
3: games at 50 yeah he was going crazy and then
2: it was like 81 it was like oh shit yeah but i remember i was in charlotte i was hanging out in downtown charlotte one of my friends who played with the uh, new jersey nets was in town mm-hmm. and we had went out to the bar and we could see it on tv like oh shit yeah. kobe is like he going in mm-hmm. but it like it made everyone stop because it wasn't like oh this he's been going he's been hot the whole game it was like third quarter, fourth quarter, like it just picked up. That's when it picked up. Third quarter,
3: yeah, absolutely. So I'm
2: like, come on, Brian. It's all right. Like, you don't have to be a part of every historical (laughs) moment. Like, come on, just, just chill.
3: The dude invented the deluxe album, man. So, hey, you know, I can't knock him. Can't knock the guy, man. (laughs) You know, fuck it.
2: So I have a question. How do you feel about the way that Kevin Durant is going about wanting a trade from the Nets? Do
1: you knock that?
3: Um, I'm conflicted on this because I'm very pro-player and I'm very, like, pro, you know, take your future and your present even, right? Like, into, you know, your own your own hands, right? Fuck it. Mm-hmm. What I'm not with is that, like, you, you formulated this plan a couple of years ago. You had us all buy into, like, yes, you're going here. It's going to be Kyrie. It's, it's James. And even if it's not James, it's you and it's Kyrie and y'all going to get this shit done. Now, whether you win the championship or not is like, that's whatever. I won't judge you on that. What I will judge you on is executing this plan or staying until this plan is executed. Because a lot of people looked at like LeBron when he went to Miami, like, oh, it was a sucker move. He did whatever. But that shit didn't have to work. It could have crumbled just like this net shit is crumbling right now. And I think that because it didn't crumble, we didn't understand the weight of it. We didn't understand how it could have went left because it worked. It, it went so right. Even when they lost the first year. When they won back like after that, it was like, oh shit, this is the team everybody was scared of. You fast forward to now, the next team was supposed to be kinda like that. And so the fact that they're not, you know, putting this shit together, I, I I wish that Kevin Durant would would have not went about it like this, because now it's like, you know, reports out there that he's basically saying, like, you gotta choose now. It's either gonna be me or the coach that I picked, that we told y'all to, you know, we backed this coach to because we we won't play for anybody else but him. So I don't I can't say that I respect the process of that part. I do yeah. I do understand but like at a certain point like bro we got to go out there and play ball, bro. I hate to sound like that, but we got to go play ball and let the chips fall where they may. But we can't turn around and then like just just because we got the power we can't abuse it and just start saying, "Oh, just because I ain't feeling good this week, trade me." Fuck that. Choose not we like at a certain point, we got to kind of... Come on. Let's honor the deal at least, bro. Let's see Ooh. it through at least.
2: Yeah. I'm... I'm Same like you. Pro player. Uh, KD understands that he is the prize. But at the same time, like you said, in a way, he's kind of like abusing that. Where yeah. it's getting to the point where he's going to be known for like, if things don't go my way, I'm out.
3: Yeah. you You can't go through a month of things not going his way without fucking up the team chemistry. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. so and it may, it starts to make me think too like about those golden state years like what was the what until was we really see the documentary from that yeah like right. we don't really know. So, right yeah yeah
2: yeah um i really hope he gets what he wants and that it works out for him in the end but the way that he's going about it either he's going to learn from this or he's going to continue to kind of be a nba terror
3: <laughs> yeah um yeah, nah, real shit, man. I mean, um, yeah, we'll 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 see what's up, man. I mean, shit. Speaking of saying what's up, so I got on, I got on, you know, Twitter the other day. Uh huh. And I saw people retweeting, you know, these pictures, and I was like, damn, man. I remember a couple months ago, like, you know, they did this shit with Method Man. They photoshopped his beard off and shit, and I was like, damn, bro, niggas and took hating to a new level, man. They didn't just took the man <laughs> beard. It took the man mane away. You feel me? Took the main mane away. You feel me? So I'm like, damn. <laughs> Um, damn, you know what I'm saying? And, and, and you know, and I saw the pictures of Doja Cat and I saw people commenting on it and shit. And immediately, you know what I thought about B? I thought about you. Because immediately I was like, damn, something gotta be going on here.
2: In what way? What do you mean?
3: Like there has to be something more to her cutting. If you guys don't know what I'm talking about, Doja Cat like shaved her head. Um, she shaved her eyebrows off and all of that, right? Like yeah. just, you know, one of those. And immediately i was like damn dog like i hope she's okay and i hate to sound like the you know i hate to sound like the yeah, fucking yeah. wet blanket nigga like i, I really do <laughs> for real because like I, I i hate to sound uh-huh. like that because like I, I but i was just like and maybe this is just me getting older but i was like reading some of the comments and shit and i was like damn bro like i can't find a joke for this like i really just hope that she's okay like because cutting her Sick. hair off was a is a decision
2: it's, it's a I huge decision. You know, I don't
3: know. I, I don't it, know what's up.
2: It's a huge decision. Um, I will say this. My family and the way that I was raised, hair is a huge deal. Even if you want to cut your hair into a bob, it's like, why do you want to cut yeah, your hair? You have like a your hair is your crown. First. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, nah, you don't, you don't play like that. Um, but my best friend, when she went into the, mil- into the military, buzzed it all off for basic training. Cut it all off. But yeah. she had always experimented with hairstyles and haircuts. Her mm-hmm. mom always rocked a shortcut. So she would rock different hairstyles. She was the first person I ever saw before Cassie to like shave one side mm, of her head. Okay. You know what okay. I mean? It's yeah, hair. Yeah. It'll grow back. I just really found that kind of admirable to be like, I don't give a fuck. Like, it's just hair to grow back. Yeah, and it is what
3: it is. Yeah.
2: But when I saw that Doja, because I was scrolling on Instagram when I saw it and I just like literally mm-hmm. stopped and I was like, Doja? Because I was looking at her eyebrows. I didn't even notice her hair. I saw that she had drawn like little red lines with hearts on them as eyebrows. So I was, I kind of zoomed in like, is this makeup? Or did she like shave it all off? And I was like, oh, all of her hair is gone. And I was in a room full of women when I saw this photo. And I was like, wait, Doja cut all all of her hair off? And one of the girls was like, yeah, she looks good. And immediately I was like, yeah she does like just having Mm -hmm. someone say like she looks great kind of changed immediately like what i had previously Mm thought how i felt about it Mm -hmm. because at the same time when women cut their hair it's a huge decision and it's usually because of something i remember i had a friend in college she shaved all of her hair off because she had gotten so sick she was just like everything has to go so she cut her hair off and was like Fuck it. She dyed it blonde. Mm-hmm. She was out here looking like yeah. Eve, yeah. and but it's a decision. Usually because something isn't like a, either it's a huge life change or something's wrong. Yeah. But the next day, Doja went live, yep. and she was like, you know, I tried to make a video a few times. I had to cut the comments off and just come mm-hmm. on here and just talk. And basically, she was like, "There's nothing wrong. I just wanted to cut my hair. I never liked having hair." but also as a black woman who is in show business, if you, you know, look at all the women who are in show business right now, everybody wears wigs.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Everybody yeah. wears wigs. Uh, However, not everyone is performing the way that Doja is performing and, right, booked right, right, and right. busy. How right. Doja is booked and busy. Right. So this is a lot of hairstyle changes because there's been moments where I see her on the red carpet with one hairstyle. And then she'll come out and perform at the same show in a different hairstyle. And then she's back in the audience in a brand new hairstyle. And it's like, yo, that is a yeah. lot of outfit, costume changes, hair changes, Real makeup. Shit. Like you're just being touched all the time. It's always people on you, always messing with your look. Yeah. And in a way, I see it as her like saying, get off me. This is yeah, my body. Yeah, yeah. I'm tired of you guys messing with me. I'm tired of like always worrying about what my hair looks like when I'm in the yeah. public. Because even before no. she became like Doja Doja, girls used to always pick on her hair. Because, oh, look at that wig she's wearing. She looks so yeah. cheap and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. But once the budget got bigger, the look changed. And it was like, oh, she looks good. But we still don't know what goes on behind the scenes with like, putting on wig glue. This is why a lot of girls have to continue wearing wigs because it pulls out your edges. Mm. Like it's, it damages the hair to the point where you can't even grow it back, which is, we saw Tamar Braxton shaved all that shit off. It's like, yo, I can't. But as a black woman, sometimes you just need a fresh start. And I think that's what she's taking. He's like, you know what? I'm fine. I'm just sick of having to worry about this.
3: Yeah, so she only got the fucking Sean Elliott. You know what I'm saying? I ain't mean for that to be funny.
2: (laughs) God damn.
3: (laughs) I realize how that sounds now. but
2: (laughs) So I wanted to do a quick Ask Mari. Okay
3: oh shit 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 real quick
2: okay all right
3: okay oh you know what and i just thought of uh, what would bethany do okay we can get to the main course hell yeah let's do it
2: all right so if your lady came in the house with a shaved head what would you do (laughs) what would be your reaction
3: you know what i would do i would tell her look hey baby look stay stand right here for me right stay right there and hypothetically, in this scenario, I would have time to, like, have her sit there for, like, 15 minutes, right? And i just go out, and i come back. And when I come back in, I got a basketball, and we got to play one-on-one immediately. We got to, because you trying to challenge me on a different level now. You think your hairline is fucking, with, like, <laughs> it has got to be something there. So we got to play one-on-one, not for your heart. We got to play one-on-one for the hairline, because, like, if you beat me, I'll just go rock my shit. However you had just shit before, fuck it. But if I beat you, you got to go back to the, you was like yesterday. You know Aww. what I'm saying? Like, we ain't going to do that. So, <clears throat> yeah.
2: So, think proudly your that. lady yeah. needs to discuss any changes with her hair with you.
3: Well, yeah. On a serious note, I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to sound like, you know, like, oh, nah. You ain't you ain't about to get, you know, whatever. But I do. But I do feel like there's a certain level of communication that needs to be there where it's like okay hey you want to do what with your hair okay cool you want to dye your hair blue or whatever right why do you want to dye like what's up you know whatever Mm -hmm. if you just feel that strongly about it and i can understand it like you already my lady so like i'm here to support you so i won't really trip i'm not gonna like go crazy but if i wake up tomorrow you just did it without saying something to me even if you was gonna do it anyway i would just like to be part of the conversation like Okay. You know what I mean? Because even with me, like, if if I just went out and just decided to just get my hair cut, I'll just get a baldy like Jada Kiss. Like, I ain't tell you nothing. Like, you ain't... You know what I'm saying? So now you invited me to some party or something, and now you got to pull... You pull up with some bald nigga now. You ain't telling you was with a bald nigga. You got to say that. You got to, you know like, what? announce that shit. You know what
2: I mean? I was, in a, I was in a relationship, and I made a hair change. Now, it wasn't completely, like, he... Like I didn't blindside him or anything. I let him know like, yo, my homegirl who does hair, who was like a colorist and a hairstylist, she's coming in to town and I'm gonna have her, you know, switch my look up. I think I'm going to cut it a little shorter okay. and I think I want to do a little bit of color. Now it was a huge change for me to cut my hair. But then when she like put the bleach on it and my hair is turning like blonde, I remember taking like a video. And I sent it to him. I'm like, oh, shit, like in progress, like shit is about to get real. And it was like, oh, OK, like, OK, she's really doing this because it was a long distance relationship. So I had to do everything like via video and show him what was going on. And then when I did the big reveal, which was a short.
4: Hello, listener. Guess who's back? It's me, Anthony Mays, your favorite Butcher turned podcast producer. And I'm here to talk to you about Butcher Box. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at ButcherBox.com Dings and use code Dings, D-I-N-G-S, to choose your free for a year offer plus get $20 off your first order.
1: This episode is brought to you by Saks.com.
2: Oh, Looking true. at me now. Imagine me with short pinkish hair. Yeah, red, I'm trying to think of hair. that right
3: now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
2: <laughs> it was it was intense and it was a huge change for me.
3: But sure, I did yeah. it because it
2: was kind of like me getting rid of like working in the Vegas yeah. industry. Like you have yeah, to have yeah, like yeah. a certain look and I was like, "You know of what? Course. Fuck all that. I'm about to cut this shit, color it, like whatever. Like I'm right. really done with this shit." <laughs> and his reaction was like he I could tell he did not like it. He did not like it. But he really like had a whole attitude about it like I really wish you would have let me be a part of this and I was like I but I, I did though like
3: I was about it's to just say, the fact like, <laughs> that you don't like it
2: that's yeah it.
3: I was about to I was about to say if you let me be a part of the process at least
2: mm-hmm.
3: cool that's mm-hmm. cool that's what's up but if you just pop up like oh damn hold on now nah, like I ain't know <laughs> You know what I'm saying? I didn't know you were finna pull up, but the Luca Doncic cut like my bet. Hold on, like what's going on? <laughs> like if that's what she pulled up with, you know what I'm saying? If she didn't have that prior to this meeting and all that, yeah. you know what I mean? So yeah, no, I'm with that. But you you did nothing wrong there. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, you you kept him part of the process. Like you said, he just didn't like it. So it's like, yeah. bro, you you saying the wrong thing? What's the nigga said in iRobot? Like you asking the wrong question, bro. You know what I mean? Like you gotta <laughs> come on, with, come on with the dumb shit. Um, so let me. Let me ask you this, right? Cuz I thought about this while you were like talking about that. And mm-hmm. I feel like it's like a it's a great question. Um let's say you wake up, you know, it's the weekend, right? You you just slept in, you know, P he chilling. You mm-hmm. ain't really hearing too much noise from P, he chilling, he cool. You know what I mean? Well, you think he cool, you know, you think you think he chilling. And okay. then you wake up and you're like, "Alright, bet. Like let's get the, you know what I mean, let's get something to eat whatever. You know, you call him, you like, "Yo, P." Like, "You know, what's up? print? yo, what up?" And you taking a minute to come out and you like, What's going on? Then he come out, and then he cut all his hair
2: off. Mari, I have experienced this. Oh, this is even better. I literally, I have experienced this. Oh, this is oh even my better. God.
3: So it, now this ain't, this ain't what, what Bethany, what did Bethany do? This is exactly music. this. Another so, segment.
2: <laughs> uh, I got up one morning, my son, I could hear him kind of moving around. He went downstairs, fixed himself breakfast. And I came downstairs to check on him, see how he was doing, fix myself some breakfast too. And I look at him. He's just sitting on the couch, chilling, watching TV. And I kind of did a double take. Because Prince has always had a lot of curly hair. Either it's tapered on the sides, and it's kind of like a, you know, what they call it, that Duke starting five.
3: (laughs) Yeah, 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 for sure. The one and done. He got the one and done joint. Yeah,
2: Yeah. and so... (laughs) he's always had hair and so I kind of looked down like he looks a little fun like what's going on with his hair like did he sleep weird and his hair just kind of like matted to his head or something the,
3: the, the Gumby shit
2: yeah and I looked I looked a little closer he had a whole cul-de-sac missing
3: nah his not the head. George Jeff the it wasn't George skin
2: Jeff. it wasn't to the, the skin
3: oh, all right. but he
2: cut a whole cul-de-sac into whole... his head
3: Indianapolis Coach logo drink into the. Yes. Goddamn yeah.
2: Hoosiers out here. Like, I was <laughs> sick because I just started touching his hair and I'm like, Prince, what happened? And he was like,
4: What I have cut you it. done?
2: And I'm like, <laughs> touching his hair and clumps is still coming out.
3: Professor Clumps. And yeah, I was like, hold on. What
2: happened? And he was like, I-, I wanted to cut my hair to look like Sonic's you what
3: wait a minute wait all right hold on b all right now hold on hold on now you know sonic got a special place in my heart (laughs) if you would have led with he did this to be like sonic no nah man because yo listen dog i'm gonna tell you this right now because i'm biased but i'm biased three people sonic the hedgehog garfield the cat and eli the manning you know what i'm saying
2: How would you my like list. to Grow your hair out to look like Sonic. How would you look? What What does that even look like? What is that? You want to know what it look
3: like? Go hair? look at that. Go look at that clip. This is it's gonna look like. You know what it's gonna look like. Scarred <laughs> <laughs> you know
2: you like. me for life. You scarred me. You know what it's gonna
3: life. look like. You already know, man. Um, but yeah, nah. I um, shout out to Pete for the ambition. And shout out to him for like seeing that and being like yo fuck that I'm about to do this like this is <laughs> hard like
2: <laughs> he some shout out to scissors beef with that, man and oh man that's because cra- I
3: because I can imagine I can imagine that there was a, a point of this decision where he was like nah I can't do that like mom's gonna be nah I don't know but then no. he was like but then he was like man fuck that like that's sonic bro like I'm about to she gonna see this shit and be like yo you lit <laughs> <laughs> he Wyatt. honestly
2: was looking at me like, like what well, you don't. You don't looking like, like nah, you like, bugging like,
3: like, like you ain't said that shit with Sonic had it. Like what you what you mean?
2: You and know so I'm my boyfriend at the time, who was also like with us, I, like I went upstairs and I just had to like come in the room and close the door because I was like, yo, like I don't think you understand. Like Prince just cut his hair and he was like, what? So he goes to talk to him. And he was like, he said he really likes it. And here I am, I'm texting every barber I know, like, yo, can you get my son in? Because we need yeah. to fix this shit. Like, hey, yeah. hey yo. Yeah, yeah. So, come <laughs> fix it. But, mm, like, he yeah. had to calm me down. Because I was just like, this is such a... A huge change. Like I've seen kids cut their hair. They get gum stuck yeah, in yeah. their hair or whatever. Yep, yep, like they cut yep. their bangs and everything is fucked up. I've seen kids yep. shave their eyebrows off.
3: Yep, my nephew Yo. did that shit before.
2: I, oh my god. Yeah, that was I, that's I, tough. I wanted to cry, but you know, shout out to Mark, my barber. Got yeah. him in, got cleaned him, him, right. him up, put a, a little part in it. You know, yeah. like not. Nah, I will. I'm, 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 I'm gonna be real. My son did not like the haircut. He was like, Ooh, I yeah, like what I did.
3: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But but, but to his defense, mad niggas was trying to look like Sonic the Hedgehog back in, like, 2010. Roscoe Dash and all them type niggas, like, all them niggas was trying to look like Sonic. All them niggas had the little skunk <laughs> joint. Like, mad niggas. Yeah, come on. Like, we can't. So I'm not just going to really knock P like that. I'm going to tell P, yo, that P stands for Pioneer. You hear me? You heard? Like, perseverance, passion, pain, and purpose. You feel me? That's what that P stands for. feel me, Young King? You dropped your crown, know. my boy. Here you go, right here. You feel me? There you go. It's Uncle Mari talking. You know what I'm saying? Um, yeah, man, it's just what it is I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take enough of P. Fuck that. That's I ain't cool. about to be on it. Nah, it's P. But we we, we entered a new
2: I? we entered a new level of like yeah, yeah. hygiene and care.
3: <laughs> yeah, so yeah. that was a conversation I, right I, there. Boy. I got him
2: a I got him a do-rag, got his brush, you, go. you know.
3: Hey, as you can see, listen, if you need he need any tips, any advice, tell him how to Uncle Mari mom, just look at this. You see this right here? Another P for you. Perfect. Perfection. <laughs> feel me? You heard? Small <laughs> P's for you, man. Don't, don't get me started, man. You know what I'm saying? Tell so them how I let me Yeah, <sighs> man. So right, man. Shit.
2: Well, he got the fresh yeah, cornrows for back to school, so we on some AI time. Yeah, I seen him.
3: I seen him on here shining, when doing his thing. Do-rag work for that, too. Look, for real. So, me?
2: I braided his hair up last night. He really wasn't feeling it because he's so used to having, like, his hair and his, you know, curly fro. Mm-hmm. Braided it up. yeah. Put the do rag on this morning. I was like, "Look, don't take this off until the morning." He let me do it. Mm-hmm. It was like I like unveiled him. It was the most beautiful thing. I was like, that
3: "Reveal wow. was so glorious, yeah." Wow. Mm-hmm. Look at you. Yeah, yeah. Probably seen a golden yeah, light around me. Yeah, like the head.
2: golden child <laughs>
3: <laughs> for real. Yeah, like, 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 like when Will gave Cross in his dictionary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: I can feel the power. Yeah, one of them. <laughs> I can feel the power <laughs> yes
3: <laughs> we out here man
2: <laughs> oh my god all right yo hey
3: man yo oh, so shit, main shit.
2: topic mari
3: yes J- let's let's, do let's it. jump let's this do off what's
2: what we talking about
3: let's do it man um so basically saw this conversation you know floating around um shout out to shout out to whole yeah Shout out to your homegirl. Mandy, what's up? You good? know what I'm saying? Plug. Yeah, shout, shout out to Mandy. Yeah, shout out to Mandy. Listen, they had a conversation on their show about, you know, being phony versus just doing business, right? And I feel like you and I have enough conversations about what this industry is and what it takes to, like, you know, move around and, and shit like that. the podcast
2: industry, the entertainment uh, industry, all of that.
3: 1,000%. Yeah. The politics of it, whatever side you fall on, Right. So, I kind of want to open this up for discussion for for us. I think this would be a, a, a fun and enlightening mm-hmm. conversation for us both. It's about being phony or just being business. At what point does just doing business turn into being phony or vice versa? Like, which one comes first? Is it, do I have to be phony to get in the business? Or once they let me in the business, do I start being phony now? You know what I'm saying? Like, what what... I, I just kind of want I just kind of want to talk about that because I got my own thoughts and views on parts. I of I
2: mean, I think when you're a creative and like an independent contractor, people who pretty much work for themselves, um, building relationships is really important and how you move around is really important. But there are a lot of people who cannot put fake shit to the side. They don't want to deal with people that have like maybe a bad reputation. It's like, you know what? I heard about dude, like he he be out here moving funny. And so instead of finding a way to do business, they're like, nah, I'm just going to avoid that all the way. Cause I ain't with that fake shit. I feel like personally me, I think just having to be a black woman working in the entertainment industry, I have to like, I have to work with fake ass people. I have to find a, like a, a happy medium with dealing in business period. Cause it's like, if you don't, then you're not working. Cause in every industry, it's some shady motherfuckers out here, but sometimes you're going to have to deal with these people. So how do you navigate the space? But as far as like navigating the space though, I feel like if you don't have boundaries, then it's just not, it's not going to be worth anybody's time.
3: That's the most important part of what you just said to me. Because it wasn't until I started working in like what you would call like corporate America yeah. that I realized that you have to. Jadakiss has this bar that I always love, right? And he said, you know, and I'm way better than the mother dudes, but I'm stuck with what I'm stuck with because I don't suck. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I used to always look at like what his position was in the rap game and what it was just in the industry whatever and at that time i was just like nah kiss is kiss you know he's him but when you really look at it it's like no he knew he saw the peek behind the curtains and be like oh no this is what's out there for me i'm just not full of shit enough to Mm. be cool with the people i need to be cool with to get me there so when he said that it always stuck with me and like to this day you know as a creator like that kind of shit sticks with you because you're like damn man like I know a lot of people who have done things that go against like what they believe in or what they believed in at some point to gain like a leg up, you know, or whatever. So it's like to see that is kind of crazy. But if you don't have boundaries, that type of shit can happen to you because you have to separate from like who you are. and that, And that's what people mean by getting out of your own way. Right. You know, a lot of people that's talented, but they couldn't get out mm-hmm. of their own way. Getting out of your own way means. You have to open your mind up to a different way of thinking. You have to take take away kind of some of like the block mentality, a little bit of that when it goes when it comes to business. This Wait, is what's the block mentality? The block mentality is like, look, the styles PM said if I sell ten of these for ten dollars a piece, that's a hundred dollars. That's the block mentality. I need this. I need all of that. The business mentality is, yes, you did that, but we put you on this platform so we get this percentage and we get da 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 whatever, right? But right off the block, you don't know that. You have to go through a deal, a misunderstanding to Mm -hmm. figure that out, right? So you got to leave that kind of thinking alone a little bit to understand like things in business terms because how you feel and what's real is a different thing, right? Mm. You feel like you should get this. What's real is this right here. And you might not like it, but you have to be open to the idea of it. You got to be open to it at least a little bit. But when you get there and you start doing business, Don't forget who you are, because that loyalty that you have from the block, the morals, the values, the principles that you established on the block and from like your neighborhood and your group of friends. You need that to take you further, because if people feel like you don't have a good foundation, they can take they can take advantage of you. They can just tell you anything and make you feel any kind of way. And as long as you feel in something, you feel alive. But when you come from the block and you come from a real environment, you already know what it's like to be surrounded by real love. So you know what it look like. So that means, you know, what bullshit look like, too. So you gotta maintain a healthy yeah. balance some of your oGs might have told you get book smarts and street smarts they told you that for a reason because you need to know what's going on out here in the real world and you need to know what's going on over there with what they're trying to make you think mm. is real. you gotta have a healthy mix yeah, of both for sure got to
2: yeah i'm I'm just kind of like mixed with that, especially like a again being a black woman it's like you gotta play this game it's it's very political and a yeah. lot of people are like fuck the po- the politics. I'm a real nigga out here. I'm, you know, I'm not with that fake shit, which is cool. But like I said, if you don't play along, sometimes you're just not going to get anywhere. Like working in Las Vegas has been like one of the craziest things that I've ever had to deal with. A lot of times I've always been the only black woman in the room. And so in a way I have to represent for all black women because I'm the only like the only example they have right there in front of them. So everything that I do, how every way that I move affects everyone that's like coming after me. So I'm like opening the door. So setting boundaries has been the most important thing being like, Hey, you can't talk to me like this. You need to pay me like this. And the way that you, you've hired me to come in and do a certain job. Let me do that.
3: Right. Yes. That that. part. All of that right there. Yes. No, that part 100% because like you, you brought me in because I caught your attention Mm -hmm. doing this. Let me do it. Now let
2: me do it. But then some people will come in and be like, we only hired you for like a look. And then you, in a way you're kind of like stuck. It's like, okay, well, how am I going to play this? Now that you know how people are moving, you have to either adjust or you say, you know what? This is not a situation for me, me. I'm like, Mm -hmm. you know what, let me find a way to make this work for me. Because if I find a way to make it work for myself, everyone that's coming in behind me can benefit from it. So a lot of people who are working in these entertainment industries, a lot of people are like the first to do a lot of this shit. And so mm-hmm. we're still like in this learning process, especially in the podcast game. Like, this is still That's very, true. very fucking brand new. Shout out to
3: Combat Jack. Shout out to him. in Peace Combat Jack. Yes. Because, man, yes. Listen, a lot of this shit wouldn't be possible without Reggio Say. So I'm going to tell That's you right. that right now.
2: Yep. But yeah, I mean, I think you use the term code of conduct. Like,
3: mm-hmm. yeah. you,
2: you get into these rooms and you figure out how to work the Speak room. The how to exactly you learn the whole new vocabulary of how to how to move
3: i mean shit, look no further than lebron james right like lebron james i'll tell you the reason why the shop does well and i'll tell you the reason why the shop hit our culture like a bomb right it was like oh shit it wasn't because of the guest it wasn't because of like oh this is a brand new thing talking things in a barbershop you know what it was it was lebron james saying nigga it was LeBron James cussing. It was real shit because we yeah. always see LeBron James as the professional, perennial All Star, perennial great, just yep. you know player. But he's a professional. You think that LeBron James really walked in there with just his talent and closed a lot of those deals? No, mm-hmm. he had to, you know, he had to go in there and 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 play the game like we talk about. Right? That doesn't mean yep. selling out. That just means oh, these people don't talk like how I talk where I'm from. So that's why that's what I say when I say like leave that part right like when you come in there okay cool let me understand that I gotta go in here and, and speak another way because you know they don't they Wait. don't talk like us and I don't and I don't and when I say that I don't mean like you know oh yeah I, Braxton P no. Hart in a brig
2: no do you code switch
3: not too much Not nothing's crazy when, when do maybe, you code switch if I'm in like a meeting if I'm in like a work meeting or something like that I won't I will probably say uh, t- like I won't be like nah this nigga tight like I won't say that I'll be like yeah this sir you know this <laughs> yeah he was he's pretty perturbed or with some shit like that you know what I'm saying like oh it's whatever but I don't do it to the point where like you can't recognize who I am you're still going to know that you're talking to Mari okay. it's just I know that I can be a little lazier with the lingo when I'm talking to my people my hmm. niggas you know what I mean that the kickback we chilling we can talk a certain way cuz we come from the same place me and you can talk a certain way. We can't talk like that to somebody else because they might not know what the fuck. You know what I'm you saying? You
2: I, I get it. I, I made a conscious decision to, like, cut the shit. I stopped code switching. The way that I talk on this podcast is how I talk in every room. I yeah. might not say nigga or I might, like,
3: Omic yeah that's what I yeah no words, that's what I mean whatever that's what I mean you, you're yeah. always gonna know you're talking to me I'm yeah. never gonna be like a completely like I said Brass P Hart heart in the brig like, it's not gonna be yeah.
2: that because I'm just not gonna time, say some
3: shit that I would say you know
2: your your flavor your personality the way that you are is the reason that people fuck with you so 1, why like cut that shit
3: 1000% you know yeah
2: and you know some people would call that you know being fake but yeah. you know but I'm it's like, nah.
3: but see but the thing about being fake though is like what you do have to learn about this game, whether you choose to play it or not, is that not everybody is built like you, right? Like, And, I know, and I'm and i starting to understand that, and I'm starting to learn. I have to, I've had to learn that the hard way, because where I come from, we don't call just anybody friends, and when we call you friends, we're basically calling you our family. Like, right. I have, like, legitimate brothers who one call away, I don't give a fuck if we're a million miles away, if something needs to happen, it's going to happen off the strength yeah. of what we've been through and where we come from, so those relationships right there I hold sacred and near and dear to my heart I understand that this industry is not full of people who give a fuck about you you know what I'm saying so that's what I mean like I'm not gonna probably talk to you the same way I talk to my mans because you're not them and I know you're not them it's just that because I love hard I gotta learn the difference between leaving like you know real life Mari and then like work Mari because like work Mari has to understand that you're full of shit and that you don't really mean what you're saying (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But like real yeah. life, Mari is like, no, I know dudes who we, you know, we, we took the oath. We really here with it. You know what I'm saying? So I gotta I gotta know that you're not like that. But it hurt me to find that shit out about certain people. But it's like, you know. You
2: know what it is? I think when people realize that everything isn't about them, it will change the way you walk in any room. Period. 100%. How you deal with everybody. Like, yep. there's times where Like I even saw a tweet that was like, Oh, if you know, you just can't be talking to me whenever you want to talk to me, like I need consistency, I need this and that. But you have to think about, you have to put yourself in other people's shoes. Mm -hmm. Cause this, I think this person was talking about like friendships and relationships. Like, no, if I, you know, you just can't call me whenever you want to call me. But at the same time you have to feel some sort of compassion and understand and have some understanding about how people work that just because someone doesn't call you or reach out or do whatever it more than likely has absolutely nothing to do with you and everything that they are going through on their end. But even, even if someone is like deliberately being like shady to you, still try to approach it knowing like it's not all about me. But if you set enough boundaries and you let people know how you operate and how you do business, Mm Then you just reiterate like, Hey, I noticed that you was, you know, you was moving this kind of way. I wasn't feeling it. Like that's another thing you have to speak up because people ain't mind readers out here. When you call people on their shit, it means a whole lot as far as like how you deal with people from, from that point on. But a lot of the times it really has nothing to do with you, but when those moments happen, you got to like address it immediately. Like, Hey, yo, I wasn't feeling that. I don't do business like that i don't see i don't operate like and, that we got to talk
3: and, and that's the point because the people you love and you hold near and dear you may not have to keep briefing them on who you are because they mm-hmm. know you on a personal level right so that's another part that i mean like leave that there because you know them on a different level than you know these people you working mm-hmm. with this lady for six months and you think she know your habits by now but it's like in reality Y'all work together Like it's just It just is what it is You know what right. I mean Like y'all work together She She may not She may not understand completely So you gotta go into this shit Knowing Let me not take this personal From people who don't know me personally They know mm-hmm. the work me Let me give yeah. them the work me You know what I'm saying Like what what yeah. kids say And you know the old kids You don't know the grown kids Like you know You know me Like you don't You don't really know that part of me yet You know what I mean yeah. So it's Like I said it's, it's, it's levels to it I just feel like even Even at my last job Like I said You know Corporate America right I seen some people that were completely changed who they were. Like, I seen them get around upper management and just be different niggas. And I'm like, wow, bro. Like, oh, cool. Yeah. Okay, cool. That worked for you. That
2: worked for not, you.
3: Yeah, I'm not <laughs> I'm not that. So it's like, I'm not, I don't think I'm full of shit enough to be in certain rooms. So when I look up and I realize that I'm not in mm. those rooms, I don't ever, like, I used to go through this period where I looked at myself and been like, damn, like, what am I doing that they ain't doing? And it's like, oh, I'm not, I'm not that. Okay, cool. I can live with that. I can live with like I didn't kiss enough ass to be at that dinner or that lunch or that whatever. Cool. Yeah. But if you're telling me it's coming down to pure like work ethic and talent and shit, that's when I'm gonna start taking it personal. But if it just comes down to like that, that's what I mean. Like you gotta, you gotta leave it alone. Like you gotta leave the block mentality home because like that's not the same rules they playing by. They don't care about that over there. They play by a whole yeah. different set of rules, and it's weird. But at the same time, it's like, that's just how it is.
2: Yeah. It's, you know, it's always been kind of touch and go with me. If I feel like this isn't a good situation, I feel like I've been, like, I trust my gut. My gut yeah, I've been yep. through enough to know, yeah, like, absolutely. yo, my gut yep. is right on this. Like, trust your gut and, you know, move on or, you know, work with this person or don't work with this person join this company or don't join this company Pretty collaborate much, yeah. or not to you know what i mean yeah but 100% yeah it takes a lot of um heartbreak i will say that though
3: heartbreak pain it's going to take yeah. a lot of sleepless nights it's going to take a lot of self doubt it's going to take a lot of wanting to quit the shit all of it but then when you start to understand that oh wait this is a game like this is a fucking mm-hmm. costume ball mm-hmm. when you start to really understand that it's a costume ball you'll start to really understand why i say leave that mentality where it is and then, like, you know, understand that you're doing business the way business is being conducted here. You know what I mean? Like, if you're a person who you put your heart and your soul into this shit, you're passionate into this shit, you're going to be disappointed often in this industry, in this business. Often. Like, You're going to be. It's just that when you start to uh, temper your expectations, that's when the disappointment kind of fades. It'll never go away completely because who you are naturally is, like, you know, I got friends who we ain't got to talk for two, three months. But next time we talk, it's going to be like we never
2: Absolutely. lost
3: to, You know what I'm saying? Because we've been yep. 20 years, 25 years in. I know I can't treat these business people like I treat my home. I can't because mm-hmm. th- we ain't been through the same. You don't know me from the place they know me from. Like, you don't know me from the block that one night when the one shit happened. And yeah. we had, to, you know what I'm saying? You don't know that. So I can't come into this meeting talking to you like you know that. You know what I mean? Like, I can't. But it's a hard transition to make when you're a person who really put your heart into it cuz you get into a business where you realize it's a costume ball. You know what I'm saying? Like I remember I had a job I was in um I was in sales, I was a fucking salesman, right? Like and you know this dude came and he said some shit that was like so profound. And he was like, "Yo, you got to treat this shit like being an actor. When an actor go into that role, they get all the way into that role. That's not them when they leave the set. That's but they're but they're acting because that's what the job calls for." So again, Take me at my word when I say leave that mentality where it is, because it's acting when you get to a certain point. <laughs> you, know you know what I'm saying? What? Like you gotta.
2: I agree with that, but you know how you put it, like being an actor, right? That can all that can also affect how you present yourself outside of work. So let's take an example with Michael B. Jordan playing Killmonger. Mm-hmm. Playing that role really fucked with him emotionally and mentally to the point where he had to go to therapy and kind of like shake this off of him. So even in, I remember in 2018, I was, I was working in bottle service and being one of the only black women there, there were a lot of things that I could not do like the other women. I could not goof off. I had to be on point every day. Like this is a job where I had to show up and be on point And there was no excuse for me to not be on top of my shit because if I came in and I slacked a little bit, that could literally cost me my whole job. So having to do this, you know, like you said, as a costume ball, having to dress up and play this character every single day made me physically sick. It literally hurt me. It put me in the, I had to go to the hospital because I had severe stomach pains. I was like losing weight. I couldn't even eat because I was so stressed and affected yeah. by having to dress up for, you know, the people that I was working with. Mm-hmm. And it made me approach everything from that point on differently. It's like, look, fuck showing up as somebody else. If this if you're not rocking with this, I can't give you anything then else. I don't need to be here. It yeah. no, 100%. Makes me sick. Yeah.
3: I left yeah. that job like a couple months later. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Cuz he said that he said that shit and he was like, "Yo, you got to you know maybe you're not the kind of person that's like in the mood to talk but like when you get to work like you got to kind of be a you know whatever and so like when he said this shit I was like I never looked at it like I never looked at it like the like the reason why I'm not happy here is because like I don't get to be me like oh shit that like yeah. I said it was it was a profound thing to say and I was like yeah. yeah you know what you're right because I have to leave so much of what makes me me at the door mm-hmm. that when mm-hmm. I get here I'm going to hate this shit cuz I'm a version of me that I don't even recognize and that I don't Thank like
2: you said you won't break my soul
3: <laughs> nah dead ass though Feel me like for real like it's just
2: yeah we cutting stress out here we're not yeah. adding on to it
3: that beyonce album out man we ain't got time to be stressed you crazy that's
2: right look that we out here album, dancing she's she
3: showing feet and all that like what we talking about <laughs>
4: what are
3: we actually, you talk are we about actually talking about feet
2: i'm like staring at titties like damn beyonce
1: hey, like
3: listen,
2: that. you just wearing pasties okay girl
3: The duality of this society, man. You know what I'm saying? That's
2: right. All
3: right, Mari, tell
2: our listeners where they can find us again, just in case they didn't hear it the first time.
3: Listen, man, you guys can follow us on Twitter at Slick Sports, S L I C Sports, at the Society Pod. Also, switch right over to Instagram. I know it was probably one of the last apps you used. I know, because that's just how it is these days slick just at, just at slick s-l-i-c you know what i'm saying and then at the society podcast over there holler at us man you know tap in send us shit uh you know let us know how you like in the pod let us know how you fuck with us let us know what you agree with what you don't like whatever just talk to us we talk back man basically we talk
2: back that's right and until thursday we out
3: we out man